player. And welcome to Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. I'm Jono. I'm Joe. I'm angry. You're angry? Oh, no. Well, people, if you're a regular listener, you'll know that this episode is probably going to be an episode of Console Me, or in this case, Console Me. They sound the same. It's really hard to make the pun. But, okay, gents, I do know why you're angry. And while Joe didn't say he was angry, I know that he is. Come on. I'm not yeah, going to do much talking this episode. Look, it's, been a roller, it's been a roller coaster of emotions today. So today is the 22nd of September. So it is a day that the Xbox Series X and Series S pre-orders went live. And we were told that this was going to be um, 8 o'clock Australian time, AM. So I don't know about you, Jace, but I got up very early, got myself to work half an hour uh, before 8, so 7.30. Uh, set myself up, got what I needed to get done, sat in front of the computer and was just ready to go. I had two browsers going. My beautiful wife was at home, Ali, in front of the computer as well, ready to do the whole pre-order thing. And then just eight o'clock comes around and it was pretty much over before it began. So you were online at that stage too, Jace. I was online as well, yeah. So I set myself an alarm and gave myself like 15 minutes. I had it set up on my computer um, and I had it set up on my phone. And this is this when I say set up, I mean, I was logged into the EB Games website. I yep. would never normally choose to shop at EB Games, but the pre-order deal was killer. Like if you're level three, yeah. level four, it basically gives you like 400, almost $420, or it is $420 for your Xbox One X. And, and that's like a crazy deal, right? I don't have any use for the One X after I get the Series X. Might as well oh, take cash. Rub it in that you've even got a one X. <laughs> all right. So, so I do that. I set it up. I log into the um, the EB portal and I I pre-configure everything. My favorite store or the store that I want to collect it from. Everything that speeds up the entire process. Now, sadly, with EB Games, you can't um, just input a credit card. So, if you have saved a credit card from an existing transaction, then amazing, right? It's it's all there from before. But I didn't have a credit card from an existing transaction because the last time I bought something at EB Games was like years ago. Um, so I had to basically type in my credit card. So I get to the portal and at 60 seconds has passed, I flash through this thing. I've got everything in a notepad on my side, boom, 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 right there. And I, it asked me for what my billing address is. Now billing address typically doesn't matter with credit cards these days. Um, so I just quickly matched in like my work address. It didn't accept it. I got an error and I thought, is the error related to the billing address or is the error related to the fact that the website's about to die on me? So I put in all the correct details, but every single time I have to pump in my credit card. Did you have to put in your credit card every time, Joe? No, I didn't. So I, I, when I was at work, I did, but then Ali took over at, at home and because it was on our home computer, the details were all saved. So it was just a matter of starting again, like going through the kind of login screen with everything, but all the details were there already saved. So, but it just didn't work. It just kept on saying um, too many attempts or something like that. That's what I got as well. Now, like the crazy part about all this, right? I've, I'm like DJing. I've got like on my laptop, I've got it on my phone. I'm just like enter, 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 hoping that it's going to go through. And then you know what they did? They booted almost everybody off the website. And yeah. then it, you went to log in and it said your password was wrong. And that was their attempt at like getting people off, the, off, their, off their website. It was just like, we're going to bar everybody from being able to log in while we let the website come back online again. Which okay, that's I ridiculous. Guess- it is, right, Jono? Like, I get the demand for this thing. I know that, you know, I know that it got the hug of death. Everyone wanted this thing. It's not really EB Games' fault. They offered a crazy good deal. Their server can only handle so much. But, like, we're living in an era now where you pay some cash 
and you turn on the amount of bandwidth your website has, pay the money, man. Just whatever yeah. you had to do and then pay, yep. pay double it up. Be, be safe but, because people aren't going to trust you after this. You had a really good idea about what they should have done at the end screen. Right. So like if they had have just used the capture, I know captures are annoying and I hate them personally, but like yeah. we're, we're living in an era now where there are bots that buy things for people. And these bots have existed for a long time. You can pay a subscription fee to these services, 70 bucks a month or whatever it is. And then you'll get a bot that basically gets you to the checkout in like record time, robot time. And so this was being used for all sorts of stuff. It was being used for sneakers and jerseys and, 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 but now, you know, hot property, you've got your RTX Nvidia cards, you've got your PlayStation fives, you've got your Xboxes. So people are using bots and then they're putting it up minute. They're putting, they had it on eBay quicker than I could be in the checkout for the, uh, for, that's for ridiculous. The Crazy, right? The worst thing about that is though, people have been selling them on eBay. You look at eBay today from a thousand dollars to one and a half thousand dollars. People That's are selling their little photo cool. of their EB games or JB Hi-Fi receipt saying, I've got an Xbox One, you know, Series X. I can't even get the name right still. Um, I've got it ready to go. And um, yes, people are paying for it as a premium. But that wasn't even the end of it, right, Jay? So this was eight o'clock in the morning. It got to a point where it just said, yep, it's all done. We, we knew it wasn't going to be you know, happening. I had a meeting that I had to go to. So Ali um, kept on trying for a while. But then... I came back from the meeting and I heard from Steve, um, a mate of ours, that there was going to be orders at 12 o'clock to yep. midday. So then I set an alarm for 12 o'clock. I'm sitting in front of my computer. I think it was about two minutes to go to 12 o'clock and I'm getting excited. I'm ready for it. I heard that this is going to be like the Christmas order, but I'm like, whatever, I'll take what I can get. Um, and then at 12 o'clock comes around and then it's like, we'll be ready in three hours. Yeah, but that's not that's not how time works. Thank you. It's a, yeah. just telling me at twelve o'clock I can come back in three hours. They probably saw like the virtual line of people lining up at twelve, and they could like <laughs> predict what was going to happen. They're like, no, yeah. no, 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 three o'clock, three o'clock. Um, Cut the cord. I, I don't know, man. Like again, you know, at the same time, you've got what do you got? You got JB Hi-Fi. You got uh, the Microsoft Store. Good guys, Harvey Norman. Like you got all these Australian retailers that are that, that you could go to instead. Amazon was a bit sketchy. Amazon operate on their own rules. They're like, we'll put it up, whatever. Um, and they've done so periodically throughout the day, which is a kind of a cool way of doing it. It's just like, we're going to throw up a link if you get to it, win if you don't, sorry. Um, but, uh, you know, I'll look, right, I'll look right You know how I feel about Amazon. <laughs> I know, sorry, we won't talk about Amazon. Well, that'll, that'll, that could be a, a whole nother episode. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, and that's what I did. And I was just like, hold on a second. Do I, I actually question, do I want to spend 749 dollary dues on this uh on on this on this device on this on the xbox and i questioned myself but then i thought the more that i think about this if i just don't pre-order it now and i can get my 50 bucks back later if i change my mind if i don't just pick a retailer i'm, I'm not i'm going to lose this thing and so i had all the websites i had microsoft up at jb and none of nothing was going through like it wasn't as bad as eb but it wasn't going through and i, I don't know mm -hmm. how i got the one for jb but when i did get it I got a message saying this doesn't guarantee anything. We'll take you fifty bucks, <laughs> but it's not guaranteed. And yeah, I'm that's like, oh. that. Oh, well, they'll, they'll just invest that money and make a make a nice little bit of interest on it all. I'm sure. I'm sure they will. Um, so, like, so then, go ahead. So you go. I was just going to say. So then, three o'clock comes around, um, and again, I'm sitting in front of the computer at work, and there's people in the room at this stage who are like what are you doing? And I'm like, this is this is important. Like, this is really important. I'm very sorry about your problems, but 
this is this is my last chance. I've got to do this. So three o'clock comes around, and I jump on again. Whatever that error was, the um, too many attempts error just kept on appearing. I had another meeting at like three twenty. I, I I call Ali. She's um, out picking up the kids from school, and she's again amazing. She's on her phone outside the school trying to get some a pre-order for me. Working man, no no source there, no luck. I leave. I go. I go to the meeting. I come home. I jump on. I saw all of that at this stage. Um, I haven't told you guys this. So I call Steve and I'm like, dude, like this is just, it's, it's game over. We're not getting an Xbox Series X, like not this year anyway. We're going to have to just wait for who knows when. We're talking about it. We're like, why do we care? Like, why do we want this thing? There is literally no game coming out of it. No. <laughs> like Cyberpunk's coming out. I'm going to be playing that on PC. Like, Tetris nope. Effect looks really cool, but I, I'm, I'm not buying a $750 console for that. It's probably going to play on the one one X probably anyway. I don't even know at this stage. The naming convention is just killing me. Um, so yeah, and then anyway, so Steve and I are having a laugh about all of this, and then um, Ali and I we're like, yep, giving up on it all. Go do some exercise. Five thirty something. The computer's still on. So just for a bit of a laugh, I, I refresh the page on EB, and it says pre-orders available. So I pre-ordered one at like 5.34 or something. I called Steve. I'm like, Steve, get on it. He jumps on. He's like, what is going on? He pre-orders one as well. We both put our 200 deposit, $200 deposit yep. down for sometime in 2020. Mm. Again, they're going to make a nice amount of interest in all of this. But supposedly I'm getting a Series X before the end of the year. But what a, what I mean, a roller coaster. That, yeah, that's I, I believe right. it when like, I see they, it. Like, come on, man! Like, how many they've, they've been promised this extra shipment? But like, what have they been promised? Has has yeah. has Microsoft said, "Oh, like if you take more pre-orders, we can give you another twenty thousand Xboxes. We can we can probably fulfill that." Like, you don't know. And is it first come no. first serve? Like, it's hard to say. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I also called EB, like because because that trading deal is is killer, right? It's a really good trading deal, and I felt really bad. But I called EB and I spoke to this this lady there. And I was like, straight away, I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm sure you're sick of hear, uh, hearing this question. But and then I just asked her about the trade-in. And she said that the trade-in is only that deal on a next-gen console. And I thought, well, I asked, can I just trade it in for whenever it comes eventually? But the answer was no. It's You have to get it when it comes in. But this this lady was just, she was wrecked. You could hear it in her voice. What a day that she's yeah. had. Um, and I was very, you know, thankful and um yeah, because we've all been in that sort of role before. And that's a, particularly now, like I've not been working at a, I wasn't working at EB during a console launch, but man, this would have been a tough day. Then following PlayStation, what, what went on there, we just got it all kind of all over again. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like I, you, you, you're getting this thing at some point at the end of the year and you said, you know, are you going <laughs> to pre-order it on EB? And I thought to myself, I said to you straight away, I said, if I can't get it day one, I don't want it like at all, basically. And then I thought, actually, why do I want it? Like, why do I want yep. this? I just want it on day one because I'm just like, I'm not going to pay like and get all excited for this thing. And then I learn everybody has it and I can't use it. But I've just, it, there's nothing I want to play other than like playing cyberpunk and looking a bit, a little bit prettier. I'm sure it's a lot prettier, but uh, that doesn't matter to me. Um, so I don't know. Anyway, all of that aside, like Jono, you were just as involved in this as we were, except you weren't a sucker. Like you weren't logging on to websites. You were like just learning nope. about this throughout the day, 
sharing in our, in yep. our misery. I'm sure that you were very sad. Um, but like, how? What was going on with you this whole time? Were you just thinking these guys are a bunch of idiots. Like, why don't they just like wait this thing out? Like, what? Where was? Be honest. Where was your mindset at? Where was your head at? <laughs> um, I, okay. Honestly, I was quite glad that I wasn't in the mix. Yep, that's fair. Um, so, while I, I don't know, I might have vaguely mentioned it in our last couple of podcasts. I'd made the decision uh, maybe a month ago that, especially when they announced that Halo Infinite wasn't coming till next year suddenly the impetus for me to have an Xbox Series X was not here for this year anymore. And that's not because Halo was the only thing I'm going to play on it, but there was nothing else that I was super excited about playing like this year. You, know, you both just mentioned that in, in your lead up to getting it. So suddenly I felt really justified in the fact that you're going through all this, this hell to try and get one and I'm not. And you know what? I might even get a fancy Halo Infinite version next year. Who knows? Which I'll get by just walking into the store and picking up on the day. And that, Maybe not. That was the patience is a virtue, right? So yeah, yeah. It, usually it, not. I, like I love jumping in on stuff, but yeah, I, I actually the Xbox One was the same. Mine, while I still have the oldest Xbox One out of all of us, um, it's an original. But I bought it six months after the fact. And it's funny because if I go back, we've talked about this on numerous podcasts, but. I um, started at Toys R Us in 2001, way back when I was working with them, and went through the Game Boy Advance, the GameCube, the PlayStation 2, the Xbox launches there, and then I shifted to JB Hi-Fi and went through the Xbox 360. Oh, was the Xbox 360? I can't remember now if that was at the... If that was at... Um, Toys R Us or JB, but then definitely the PS3 and the Wii at JB. And um, the, oh, such a different experience to what you guys went through today. Like, okay, this is my favorite one. I very distinctly remember the morning of the Xbox launch. I think we had 40 consoles out the back in my storeroom. And the games had come in a week or two before the consoles had. So we had like copies of Project Gotham sitting there for weeks in advance, a week or two in advance. I had one customer in the morning that we opened at 8 o'clock for the launch of the Xbox. One customer, <laughs> and he was from ABC News trying to get a scoop from me on how the launch was going. And and I said, I can't give you any comments, but you can see quite clearly what's going on. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and wow. I, I went home that day with my console in my bag. It was put aside for me out the back. I pre-ordered it in the store, but you know, that meant getting one of my staff to take, you know, my $40 deposit or whatever it was at the time for, you know, which I remember was a thousand dollar bundle. So my original... Wait, hold ex- on a second. So Xbox, Xbox is Microsoft's brand new offering, right? But yeah. What, what actually made you buy... I bought an Xbox like years after it was, it was out. Like what made you want to buy an Xbox? Um, okay. So I'd had a Dreamcast prior to the Xbox and yep. still had it at the time. And when the Dreamcast, you know, was pretty much killed off, thanks to the PlayStation 2, I um, wanted to play sequels to the games that were on my Dreamcast. And most of those sequels were coming to the Xbox. Right. I just ha- I happened to... So the one... I bought a bundle from Toys R Us that, like I said, was about, I think, $1,000 or just under it. And it was an Xbox and two controllers and three games and a memory card. And there might have been something else. I can't remember now. But... Um, of those three games, I think he had some choices out of the launch titles, and most of them were first party. It was like Dead or Alive 3, 
yep. I think, or four, I can't remember. Um, Project Gotham Street Racing, which is one of the sequels to Metropolis Street Racing on the Dreamcast, and this funny little title called Halo, which ended up being my favourite title of them all. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the reason I bought the original Xbox right there. Yeah, yeah. I, I like had a um, a part-time job. Uh, we've had Aiden on the podcast before. I was working for his mother um, designing graphics for tea towels. I'm not going to get into that, but basically <laughs> um, I saved up enough cash. I want to hear more about that. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, I, saved up enough, I saved up enough cash. And I've, I've, every part-time job I've ever had has been about saving up for something video game related. Yeah. Like my first ever job washing trucks was about buying my first PC. Um, and in this case, my, my job uh, designing graphics for details um, was was to buy the next console. Um, and and I went into Maya with my 400 and something bucks. Does that sound right? Did the, play, did no, the Xbox ever, was I it think more than that? It was more than that. I think it was closer to six or $700. So it wasn't that far off what we're paying now. Wow. Okay. So whatever it was that I paid, I clearly had enough cash. I think maybe my mum must have chipped in something. But I was in high school. I handed it over. I got a copy. Of, I got the Xbox and I got a copy of uh, Voodoo Vince. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's all I could afford. And I just played that to death. And I bought the Xbox because, again, the PlayStation was just – I thought it was that much more expensive. I don't know what, what made me get an Xbox. The PlayStation thought, was $749 at the time. So I was paying something similar. Like too. I've, I've yeah. actively chose to purchase a, an Xbox just because. Not because of yeah. money or anything, but because I clearly wanted something on there. Okay. I was lucky. Yeah, my funny how we all bitch about pricing. Yeah. yeah. My, my, my brother had the PlayStation, so I bought the Xbox, and that was in my room, that was in, in his room, and that was it. Um, yeah, it was kind of the best of both worlds right there. But I remember the yeah. launch of um, the 360. The 360 launch in Australia was huge. They did like this massive thing in the city. It was in Pitt Street. I went in with Steve. We'd ordered ours from, um, I think we pre-ordered ours at, at Burwood is where we picked ours up from. Uh, but we still went into the city for all the fun, fun and games. I've still got my 360 caps and my little soccer balls and things. Um, but that was like a huge event. I think this one is just going to be, just go and pick it up. <laughs> it's kind of all this pre-order debacle. It's all kind of, done now they don't seem to have a huge it sucks amount. the fun out of it a little bit doesn't it It really does yeah it really does but at the same time i guess the convenience of nowadays yeah. it's you know you, you you get it's a bit of give and take there i guess well the, yeah. that's what makes me sad part of the fun of the launch of that xbox i was talking about is i took mine home played the hell out of it and then took it to a mate's place that weekend and we were playing halo and by the end of that day, we had four controllers. So we went and bought two more. I think I bought two more. They were all very cheap when I think back on it. But um, we're playing four-player split-screen. The next weekend, just on that four-player split-screen experience, they'd bought one. And we were networking them. So Because awesome. all you did is, is you ran a, a, a cable that you brought off the shelf with all the other Xbox accessories to part, pair two up and had two 51-inch TVs um, oh, 51 centimeters, sorry, no CRTs, you know, side by side to play eight players. Before you knew it, we had four of those things in one person's house with, you know, 16 people going at it. So, like, it's it sold itself really well, but who's going to experience that now? Like, you don't, you don't go to a mate's place to play a games console that often anymore, and especially not in these times. And yeah. you, you can't then go that weekend and buy a new console because bots have gone and pre-ordered them all out and this is a wacky i feel like i'm living in some sort of crazy future that like the androids are buying all our stuff i, I don't know yeah, but without all the cool stuff like there's yeah. no androids walking yeah. the streets that's right <laughs> 
You know what else though? When you buy a new console, like with the Xbox One, not the Series X, but just the Xbox One, you can't play it straight away because you've got to update the thing for like an hour. Yes. And then you get a game, oh, you've got to, to install the game. Like uh, this is this is you know yeah, first world problems right here. <laughs> Wait, we're just sounding old. That's exactly what <laughs> it are. is. Definitely. So, so I have a thought though. What's up? You know what's missing? I get that there's updates and everything day one. Want to have a really awesome day one experience and set it up so there isn't an update until a week later, and have the ability to have a game pre-installed, so that when you get at home, it's ready to go on that specific game that you really wanted to play. Wouldn't that be an awesome experience? But that yeah. was that Microsoft will say, "There's that's Game Pass, though, isn't it? Like I know you can't do it straight away, but you've got access to yeah, actually, a whole smorgasbord of games right there. This is going to be the yeah. when you get this console if you've got Game Pass." What is that, like 100 games right there and then you can play? That's, that's unheard of, really. That's but, amazing. But here's, but here's the difference. My, how old is my Xbox One now? Exactly. Yep. Already has Game Pass and it's ready to go. Yep. <laughs> and you can't buy the new one anyway, so it's not much to say. Now, that, sorry, go ahead, Johnny. I was just going to say, Joe, did that make you almost jump ship to a PS5? Because I saw something in the chat. Because yeah. I'm, I'm catching this throughout work. And so I'm getting it like there's notifications going on from my watch nonstop. And every so often I'd look and I'd be missing like 30 threads of conversation. So I'm just getting this weird like, what's this about PS5? I thought they were pre-ordering PS4, uh, pre-ordering Xboxes. Huh? I'm confused. And then the next time I check it, it's like, what? Uh, what? <laughs> It, it was so funny, right? Like when the Sony um, showcase was on, and that was, I think that was after our last podcast, right? Yeah. Pretty sure. Oh, no. Um, D- didn't, we, didn't we do it after? Didn't we do the podcast after the showcase? Uh, okay. Oh, no, 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 you're right. No, yeah, no, I don't think we it, did. Yeah, it's happened since. Anyway, so I watched the showcase and I'm like, what up in the hype of it? And if, if, if what Sony said when they said their pre orders would have gone up, the Sony pre-orders, as everybody knows, they set a certain time and then it happened way earlier. If I if if I was aware that that was going to happen, I probably would have bought one right there and then, just with the hype hype of it all. But no, I'm, I'm not jumping ship to PlayStation in in terms of wanting that day one giant white console. I just don't want another white console. I don't. There's nothing like the fact that Spider-Man is going to be on PS4 now. I'm really happy with that. Um, and again, with the Xbox. That trade-in deal is huge. Like that was that was the the catalyst for me to kind of make me want to go over. I'm happy I've, with my PC. I can I could have waited a bit longer. I've checked on Gumtree just to see, and people do have their Xbox One Xs up there, but you know they're 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 either wildly sort of in the opposite direction, trying to charge you know six seven hundred bucks for it, or they're dropping them for three hundred. And I don't think that it would be very easy for you to just go and sell your Xbox on Gumtree and, and get that 420 or that $400 um, if that was the direction you're going to go in. If you sell on eBay, they're going to take a cut. Like it's, you know, it's a whole thing, right? Um, but uh, I don't know. Like uh, part of me feels good that I'm not doing it with EB. But at the same point, like that deal was pretty good and I'm, I'm kind of bummed out about it. Um, I don't know. Well, I, I just I don't in. really feel what I'm not feeling what I I'm should be feeling today with this yeah. With this purchase. Yeah, agreed. I okay. So the the only thing that I want to take out of what just you both just talked about was that the main reason that Joe wasn't going to a PS5 was color. 
that shows me that neither of you are that excited about the games. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. You know, my, my takeaway from today is my wife is the best, and that's the end of the story. So yeah, <laughs> cool. I really like that. That is a very, very cool, cool thing. Yeah. Like I, I went in, I went into my into the bedroom um this morning because I'd been out there for an hour trying to trying to pre-order this thing. And I went and I immediately just like opened the door, like Jen was still half asleep, and I just started babbling about everything I'd been through. And she sat there and she listened to the entire thing and yep. like seemed genuinely interested in what I was talking about, which is a you know, an amazing thing, right? Because otherwise mm. it's just like, please get the hell out. I'm trying to sleep. I don't care about your <laughs> your, your, your toys. Um, I'd be saying that to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe something good will come of all this and, you know, maybe we could do something like if I end up being the only one that's able to get this at launch, you know what, maybe I'll do just that. I'll open the thing up when I get home. I'll set it up. I'll do the updates. We'll throw like, I don't know, Master Chief collection on it. Right. Um, just to see what yeah. it looks like. And then <laughs> that's it. I, I hit my updates buttons. I shut it off and I'm done with it. I don't do any more. And then you guys come around. We'll plug in our old controllers, our new controllers, whatever, yeah. and we'll just sit down and we'll we'll muck around on the thing and just see. We'll we'll do yeah. our own mini land party slash actual fun launch. It, yeah. it is funny, isn't it? Like it's all the kind of like it, it was a sucky day in a lot of ways, but it was really kind of fun, like chatting with you guys. I like the, the banter. The banter. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. And and like chatting with Steve, and when I called him that that second time to say, mate, get on EB's website right now, his voice was hilarious. He was just like. So it's such disbelief in his voice. And when he went on the website and he <laughs> saw it there, he's just like, nah, nah, this is not right. Like, this just, he couldn't believe what he was seeing. And then he's ordered it and he's going into his credit card to see if it, he's like, the money did get taken out. Like, okay, I, 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 guess, <laughs> I guess it happened. It was so funny. It was a really fun day in that regard. And, you know, yeah, whatever. We were caught in the hype. They got us. <laughs> So, actually, the hype, slight change of topic. Yep. What about the fact that Microsoft has just gone and bought Bethesda? Well, sorry, Zenimax Zenimax Media? Yeah. Really, it's for Bethesda, right? That's crazy to me. Like, the the massive acquisition that was Minecraft was, what, a billion dollars, right? Yeah. And that money sounds, that that sounds made up to me, a billion dollars. Oh. But then this is, what, 7.6 or 7.3 or whatever? Who cares? Seven seven plus billion dollars. US as well. That's nuts, right? Like, and what they've done now is they've gone ahead and they've acquired Bethesda and Todd Howard, I guess. Yep. And I mean, I guess they don't own Todd Howard, but Todd Howard is like, oh, no, they do. They do for they a while, yeah. contract, right? so, they so, Todd, so Todd Howard is kind of a Phil Spencer like figure in yep. a way. You know what I mean? Like, he's got that kind of personality about yeah. him. He's, and, you know, he's, he's the Reggie and, and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yep. Um, and, and so now they've got the Elder Scrolls franchise. They've got the Fallout franchise, all of which... Hey, don't forget would, Doom and Wolfenstein. And Doom, I apologize. And Wolfenstein. And um, don't they also own uh, Dishonored? Dishonored's pretty big. Yep. Dishonored, yep. So all of this theoretically could be on Game Pass day one. Yep. Which is crazy to me as well. But like on top of that, they've got now they've got Obsidian and they've got Bethesda in the same roof. And Obsidian made Fallout New Vegas, which... For a lot of people, ah. it's the number one fallout. Everyone wanted this this sequel to, the, to New Vegas specifically. So now possibly we're getting that. But like, I don't know what this means. Like there's, there's a bunch of PS5 exclusive titles that now yeah. Microsoft own the rights to. And I don't <laughs> think that PS5 are going to lose the rights to things like no. Tokyo Ghostwire. But will we see a Microsoft Studios logo appear on a PlayStation? Because that's like a pretty big jab as far as I'm concerned. Oh, that's fantastic. 
wouldn't it be hilarious if it was there at launch as well? Like if that's kind of oh, it's just if, getting if better. It'd be so funny, right? But yeah, it is. It's absolutely <laughs> huge. And what this, what's really funny, I find about all of this is like Microsoft for years were in the 360 generation, particularly trying to go that kind of West. The, um, sorry, the Japanese role-playing game, you know, route with um, what was it, Eternal Sonata? Was that one of them? Yep. And yep, Blue that was one. Dragon, and there was like, um, yep. some, something Odyssey. Something Odyssey, whatever um, it was. But, oh, yep. Whatever, it was, whatever. Yeah. But they went, they went a few, you know, games that way. Lost Odyssey. But now, yeah, Lost Odyssey. That's the one. But now they are pretty much the owners of the biggest Western RPG, you know, game developers, creators there are. This is yeah. this is the, when you think of that, you think of Microsoft now. Um, yeah, it's but how much money years. are they making from Game Pass to be able to? Draw? I know it's Microsoft. I know they have more money than God. But like, like how are they? Like, how did they do this? And like, and what's the long game? You know like, what? Is, is Game Pass really that profitable that they're going to drop seven point whatever billion dollars to do this? It's a constant revenue stream, and it's on yeah. PC as well as Xbox. And now two generations of Xbox. I think it's probably doing good dollars, but it's probably also doing bad tax dollars to have something that's constantly bringing in revenue even if they're losing revenue on the purchases they're making because then they write that off in tax and then make it back. Like it's, it, it's, a, it's an accountant's game, let's be honest. This, and this... and Sky, Skyrim is still selling and still making money. Could you yeah. imagine when the next Elder Scrolls comes out? Like that is the sort of game that people who are not, not you know, considered gamers are going to go and buy and then all the gamers in the world are going to buy it probably like four or five times on different consoles and on their fridges and in their smart cars or whatever. So like that's go- that's going to be huge for them. And I wonder it's, if it's, it's going, going to say mean... Microsoft Studios in the title though. Like I know it's going to say this and it's going to appear on everything. It's just a constant reminder that Microsoft own everything now and we're on all of your stuff, including your PlayStation. And, and you, I, for... sorry, sorry, Johnny. No, I was going to say, excepting for those PlayStation exclusives, which is what they're rocking on this year. They want to, they want you to know that you can only play these certain games on the PlayStation. Well, Xbox seems to be going completely opposite way. We don't care what you buy it on; we still get your money. <laughs> only on PlayStation, brought to you by Microsoft. <laughs> That's basically what it is. But Jono, the, the most exciting thing for me, for you, like about all this for you, I would imagine, is if the Doom Slayer skins, Master Chief, is it going to happen? No, you're not. You're not winning me there. Not at all. Oh, don't want to. Don't want to see it. There's going to be some sort of crossover. Nah. It's going to happen. Mark my They words. already look the same colors. Almost. Exactly. They're going exactly. to have. They're going to nah. have that predator moment, man, where it's going to be Master Chief and Doom guy, and it's like you know, Dylan, and, and then the clap of the. You know what I'm talking about? You know that oh, thing with the, the muscles. They're going to yeah. make the video game version of the Expendables. It's going to have yeah. like yes. Marcus Phoenix and. Yep. Uh, Guys with big fat necks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know if I like the sound Blaskowitz. of that. You can exactly BJ Blaskowitz and oh yeah, I don't know about that. Whoever's in range. Oh, Duke Nukem in there. You got to get Duke Nukem in there. I've been playing Duke Nukem again, so yeah, that could be weird. <laughs> um, okay, let's round it up with um, unless there's some new console news you want to keep talking about. How are you guys feeling? You're pretty good. Because, I mean, like, yeah, no. how much more can you talk about not getting a console? Like, seriously, guys. We could talk about this. We would be a broken record. We could just keep doing this on a loop. So you, you probably could. shouldn't shut us yeah. down. Unless so you've got some. Yeah, what do you got, I Joe? was just going to say, the, the Sony showcase, did you, was there anything that jumped out to you guys there? I know, Jace, you said you weren't uh, keen, but... I, sorry? 
I was going to say, I didn't watch any of it. I just saw all the stuff that you told us about. And all I got from your messages were, why am I buying a PlayStation 5? Because most of those games are releasing on the PlayStation 4. No, not, not, not most of them, but <laughs> a lot of them are. Um, but the big so, ones... Okay, okay. Was... All, all the ones we wanted to play are releasing on the PlayStation 4. Yeah, and all the ones that aren't, aren't coming for a very long time. I don't know why you directed this exactly. at me. I'm with you, dude. <laughs> I'm absolutely with you. Oh, like, no, the no, big I... one for me was Final Fantasy 16. Like, that looks... I know, JC you said it didn't look like something it's you so were It's so stupid on, that that's a number. Awesome. I just... I'm sure the game, whatever, I don't care about the game, but like the, it's 16th Final It's not even the 16th Final Fantasy. It's more than that. But like, it's yeah. just mental to me that like I played Final Fantasy 1 when I was a kid and it's like there's 16 <laughs> of these things now. It's nuts. There's um, more. And, I... and isn't the game called Final Fantasy? When is it going to end? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think it looked like a return to kind of the nine kind of feel for me. I love that one. So I'm really excited about it. I, I love the sword and sorcery kind of yeah, look and... Yeah, and it looks like it plays like the last one. It looks like anime Game of Thrones. Yep. Cut me in. Yeah. You've lost me. You know I like sci-fi. All right. Um, quick question. What have you guys been playing? Uh, uh, I, I like it. Joe pointed, but on his screen, obviously he was pointing at someone on my screen. He was pointing off my screen. So I don't know who you're pointing to, dude, but it ain't me. Uh, <laughs> We can see uh, each other in this fun video. Oh, Jason's got something. His mouth's uh, I don't think I've been playing anything, actually. That's weird. Yeah. I don't think I've played anything at all. I've played been, nothing. Since we last hung out, I've played nothing. You've been playing a game of consoles. I guess. That's weird. <laughs> I don't know why. what happened. Like, I think I've been, I've been watching TV shows. I watched all of Lovecraft Country. I've started watching Raised by Wolves, but that's about it. I haven't, I haven't okay. done anything. That's, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's all right. It's okay. The games, life, and everything <laughs> in between. Just no That's games. It. Joe, I, I've I've been playing Death Stranding. I don't know what to say about it. It is both the most. It, it's got its hooks in me. I don't know why. I, I found the opening to the game so interesting. Like all the cutscenes and everything, and then you you walked for a little while, probably just long enough to kind of not get bored. Um, which seems to be the kind of thing and walk and that's what it is it's just walking and i find walking so engaging in this game i don't want to tip over um but i'm really enjoying enjoying it i just got my little bike um last night so so deliveries next that's it <laughs> menu log maybe uber eats who knows yeah although uh, uber eats is a car isn't it there's no it's bike it's a very weird game but you were right jason it looks beautiful on pc hmm very cool game. What nice. about you, Jono? You got yourself a you got yourself a, a PC machine. What are you doing? Thanks to you, sir. Yes. Um, the f- first thing I installed on it was, or one of the first things was Command and Conquer Remastered. Awesome. What I'm do you, a god. What do you think? I am a god at that game. My god. <laughs> are you all right? So I've I've seen what it looks like. Do you think it looks that much different? When I press the space bar and see it change between the old graphics and the new graphics, it's like, oh, holy crap! How did I play that? Um, <laughs> It's it's nice, but once you're in it, you don't you probably don't notice it as much. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it's definitely been fun going back and playing those. Um, I tried to play. I always try this, and then I get frustrated, and then I want to just go back to my console, which is exactly what happened. I put on um, Dark Forces Two Jedi Knight because um, I've got it on good old games. Turned on 3D hardware acceleration, and nothing comes up. It just goes to a black screen. Apparently, I have to go download some extra stuff and 
I think Welcome it's Welcome to the, PC, my friend. Exactly. The 3D <laughs> FX Voodoo um, compatibility thing, me, Bob, and that will yep. let me go with 3D rendering, at which point I just went, nah, too hard, not doing it. Um, <laughs> and installed a few other PC games. Actually, I played some Heat Signature, which I'd really been looking forward to. You enjoy I it? thought I got it through um, a, a shared account, but no, it turns out I already own it. I must have bought it one day when it was cheap and hoped that one day I'd have a PC you do to play. That. You buy you buy like games for consoles and like platforms you don't own in hopes of one day acquiring that. And the truth is you probably you probably well you have now, right? It's worked out for you. It always does. So um yeah, that's that's been going well. And um but I went back to the, the Xbox and I got the the season pass to Overcook Two and I've been swearing at my TV a lot, but you know what? I three-starred every level I've played so far. I mean, it might have taken a bit of effort, but I did it. It's been a lot of fun. I've been enjoying it. Um, That's coming I, to the Series X, John, eh? You, I updated Overcooked. I saw, I saw the mentions. So it's, it's one and two combined, all the DLC plus... Um, Remastered some, stages or something. I and some new said. levels and some new multiplayer. So when I bother to get an Xbox Series X in a you know, year's time, I'll be ready for it by then. Um, it'll probably still be on pre-order. Yeah, probably. Um, and then I also got, um, much against my better judgment, um, Super Mario Brothers 3D All-Stars. And I started playing Super Mario 64, and I remembered why I didn't quite enjoy Super Mario 64. Uh, it's okay. You know what? As much as you claim it, it's the most amazing 3D game ever, wow, it, yeah, it's a little bit clunky. I think you, I think you had to love it back, back in the day. To, to really love it still now, and I didn't back in the day. Absolutely, days. yeah. Sorry, no. If if you if you're talking to me saying it is the most incredible 3D game, like still, I certainly not I never said that. It was the game that revolutionised 3D gaming. Absolutely, I stand by that statement. But um, yes, yeah, was being the operative word. So, hey, <laughs> you know what? It's it's not a bad game, but I don't think it's necessarily any better than any other 3D platform at the at the point. It's yeah, it's fun. It's all right. I can see what my friend Shiggy was doing. Um, but I also, for some reason, went back to Coffee Talk on Game Pass. I like that game. So do I. I can just sit there and keep pressing the A button and they talk and then every so often I make someone a coffee. It's, I mean, everything that that game is is in the title. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The story's <laughs> fun, you know. It's, 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 it's Seattle now, but with vampires Orcs. and werewolves and succubuses and elves in the title. all coming and having coffee. It's it's a really strange title, but... The guy has really the dream relaxing. job, Jono. He, he opens up a coffee shop whenever he feels like it because he doesn't yeah. need the money. Because he's rich. That Okay, so when I win Lotto, and I've tried a couple it. of times in the last couple of years, uh, last couple of years, actually, last couple of weeks, and I've I won half of what I put into one ticket and then lost it on the next ticket. So that's me for a while. Um, I was going to start my own video game museum, and I was going to hire the two of you, depending on how many millions I won. If I didn't win enough, you weren't being hired. So, You'll, yeah. <laughs> but thanks, man. Clearly, I'm never going to be the guy from Coffee Talk, so I'll just have to live through that dream there. But yeah, that's been my gaming week. It's been fun. I've enjoyed it. Um, I am going to end the episode on something a little self-indulgent. Unless you guys have anything else you'd like to talk. Yes, a yo Joe or yo Jono. So, this is this is a very timely topic. We've talked about how in my collect 
my action figure collecting joy, I've been collecting a lot of GI Joe lately. In particular, I've been collecting a subset that has been universally disliked in the past, but I think there's been no more timely period for this collection than now. And that collection is the Eco Warriors. So I, I know, I know. Is this Captain know, Planet? So this is GI Joe's attempt at Captain Planet. They realized that they were, <laughs> they were really struggling in the 90, it was 91 and they were really struggling with all these new action figures on the market. So what did they do? They suddenly divided up their, um, their rosters into these specialty teams that had a particular focus in the hopes to capture market share. One of these teams was the Eco Warriors, which was exactly what Joe said, is, is Captain Planet. I like it because they're all in hazmat suits shooting uh, toxic substances at each other with water backpacks and, and also uh, colour change paint that makes it look like they you know, have splotches of gunk all over them. Unfortunately, the colour change paint did not survive 30 years of, of time and really doesn't appear on them anymore. But I love the hazmat suits because I feel like when I'm stepping out into this COVID world, they're the suits I'd like to be wearing. They're garish and neon, but I love them. <laughs> they're very cool. So I've almost got a full set of the first run. Uh, some of them don't have weapons, but the characters speak for themselves. Can you can you post these on the Instagram for, for the listeners at home? I'll get around to it one day. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're, they're quite cool. And they've got really cool names. Like so the good guys, they took an existing Joe called Flint and made them made him their commander. But then you've got Clean Sweep, because, you know, I suppose you're cleaning stuff up. And you've got Ozone, because, you know, the Ozone was disappearing a lot back then, and apparently it's repaired itself now. And then on the other side, you've got Sludge Viper, you've got uh, Toxo Viper, and my favourite, Cesspool. Cesspool was a disgraced CEO who used to peddle in um, in toxic chemicals until one day when he one of his dodgy... Um, facilities that he was touring some epa style guys around um he turned a pipe it exploded in his face and he was scarred but the toxic chemicals that seeped into his brain made him a criminal genius don't, don't that you just is love the story of ecoris don't you love oh, that some, somebody came up with all of these names and these characters probably in like 20 minutes and it's just lived on to how, when did these come out like how old are these figures this was in 1991. Oh my gosh! In 1992. <laughs> they're like, and they're still popular. People still talk about them today. What was I doing with my life? Well, actually, there's a lot of really cool stories as to how the characters for GI Joe were invented, partially by Hasbro and Marvel Comics. If you've got Netflix, watch the episode "The Toys That Made Us" for the history of GI Joe. It is hilarious. Okay, yeah. I I have a question before we wrap this up. Um, who is Joe in GI Joe? Okay, really, really short, really short, quick history. No, he wasn't. It was actually um, Bruce Willis. Oh, it was in the second movie. That's right. It was, yeah. Um, Bruce Willis was good. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, retaliation. We're gonna sit down and watch that, Jace. You'll enjoy it. (laughs) It was the better of the GI Joe movies, only just. Um, (laughs) uh, Back in the day, Joe, GI Joe came about in the. I think it was the late 60s and it was an idea of uh, a a guy who made toys. He pitched it to Hasbro and said, hey, look, Mattel's got Barbie dolls. Why don't you have a boy's doll and we'll make it a military figure? And at first they turned down on it and then some of their internal guys went, no, this is a really good idea and tooled up some mock uh, toys 
and gave them more articulation than a Barbie doll. And suddenly you had G.I. Joe. So G.I. Joe was more, um, yeah, he was the single guy, just you outfitted him in different outfits. So you gave him, you know, a Navy outfit or an Air Force outfit or an Army outfit or Marines. And they just expanded on that. And then when military was, you know, a bad thing during the Vietnam era, then they became G.I. Joe the Adventure Team and he grew a beard and they, you know, wrangled big cats and gorillas and weird stuff. And then the oil crisis of the late 70s hit and it was too expensive to make big G.I. Joe figures like those. These were 12 inch. So G.I. Joe died and disappeared for a while and then came back in the 80s when they saw Kenner was having a lot of success with Star Wars figures and the size and scale meant they could make more and they could make even more by making big play sets and vehicles for them. So you'd buy the characters, but they had to have something to drive in or fly into space in or whatever. So that's how they made their money with G.I. Joe. And at that point, G.I. Joe was no longer a single man, but he was now the code name of America's elite fighting force, fighting at the time the terrorist organization known as COBRA. They're now an evil organization because you can't call them terrorists. Well, at least not for kids. They're incompetent. That's what they are. Is there, yeah. any more, is there another organization more incompetent than Cobra? Where do they get their money from? How, how have they gone on for so many years, Jono? It doesn't make sense to me. That's for another podcast, though. That certainly is. <laughs> That's a long story. We can talk about that for years. <laughs> but yes. Awesome. Well, as always, this has been Versus Player. You can find us on versusplayer.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook and wherever you get your podcasts. If you're one of the lucky ones that happened to get an Xbox Series X today, or perhaps last week a PS5, uh, drop a line on our website or you can email us on um, podcastversusplay.com. Yeah, that works. Um, Otherwise, we've had fun talking to you. Hopefully you've had fun listening to us. See you next time. Thanks, Patreons. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Player.